No, I don't know. This is, this is just bonus or something. Yeah, but yeah. I've been thinking about this recently because I've I've been going to the gym uh, for this lifting program at the at the nice. college, uh-huh. and uh, I've been trying to get over my uh, um, fear of like Weights? public uh, oh, nudity pub- right. uh, in the showers <laughs> um, or whatever you have. So I, I've never really used like showers in right. the gym. I guess is my right, point. Right. So this is this is my first real, you know, like real real experience with it mm-hmm. and like it's really high powered like it like it feels like you know it's blasting you, yeah you get blasted i don't know if you've ever i, I know the power that before yeah. i know of the power yeah. yeah not of your gym but our pool, of just in general our yeah. pool's showers are, are forceful very, yeah. do you ever find that as you're taking a shower uh-huh. maybe just i don't know what the sensation is but uh-huh. i think it's because it's so forceful that yeah. it makes you need to pee Right, so this is something I've thought about. Uh, not that it makes me want to pee, but more that like, oh. uh, it's like there's certain like triggers for wanting to pee. You know, maybe that's one maybe. of your triggers, right? For me, it's like if I get cold, I need to pee. Maybe. Yeah. If I'm cold, I need to pee. I don't know why. It's just not even that I need to pee that much. Uh-huh. I, I can go to the bathroom and be like, it's nothing, not even there. But I just feel the need. So maybe that's what we're. I haven't experienced what you've experienced though. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe that, maybe you're right. It just, yeah. I feel like it's, it's, it's hitting me at such high velocity that it feels like it's like squishing my bladder or something. Right. And are you just, I'm, are you just presenting your bladder to the shower? Do you do handstands? Yeah, I just <laughs> crab walk it. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> what if showers worked a different? What if showers went up instead of down? What if like early like on, like a day? Yeah, but it just like blasts you yeah, just straight up. <laughs> what? <if>? Um. <laughs> I yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like humans would very quickly realize, or like, why are showers head first? Like, why not at the chest level, just straight out into your bod, and then you're like, it's like, like a geyser yeah. straight on the wall. And then I wonder if they do it differently in different cultures. Yeah, you know, it's like everybody has <laughs> always said, like, are we trying to imitate a waterfall? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That was the first shower. Anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah that was the first shower. Um, Jacob and I'm Alden and we're searching for answers but poorly so that makes us real human beings this is our podcast where we talk about random stuff like uh, movies tv shows music teaching politics sports pretty much whatever we're interested in uh so what's on the schedule today (laughs) keep listening folks for the history of showering Here we go. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the studio. That was our long-form intro. That, that isn't going to be the intro. That's going to be the intro. <laughs> That's not going to be the intro. <laughs> Episode 36. Uh, we don't have a name for it yet, but uh, I was saying hail to the returning king. Uh, you know, Prince George, some sort of royalty thing, something like that. I said I was going to come up with a name, but I really didn't do anything, and I panicked, so I'm just trying to come up with something now. But I'm joined by my dear friend and co-host, co-founder, and lead editor of Real Human Beings, Wow, Jacob Skirmerhorn. 
hey. here in the flesh in front of me. It's a real treat to have you up here. Yeah. If you didn't know, the podcast went on a little bit of a hiatus since we stopped living together. Um, we separated legally. Uh, and we had a bit of time, soul-searching moments, you know, went and tried <laughs> to find uh-huh. uh, ourselves. But really, we just couldn't stay away. Our primal lust for each other's bodies and mind, more, really, brought us back together in a wholesome union. Uh, he's uh, Where are you living right now, Jacob? Where, where's your permanent residence at the moment? I like how long did you talk there for, like, a, a full minute or something? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, no, you can cut it before, all You before... can cut it all You know, we talked about, like, family mottos or whatever. That's fine. You can cut it out. <laughs> you can cut that out. Um, what do you mean, where am I living? We kind of already... I yeah, mean, I know. We're already going over this. Rotten. He's in New York. You're Rochester. And I'm in Prince George, British Columbia. But he's actually flown up all this way to be with uh, myself and, uh, and my other real human being. My long-term real human being. Tilda the dog. Tilda the dog. <laughs> yeah. The nearly silent co-host. Yeah. Oh, she's got a new map. Oh, lucky doggy. Um, yeah. And also Julie's there. And Julie's here. <laughs> so uh, we're... Uh, Friend and and uh, loyal companion through yeah. all of human beings. First subscriber uh, outside yeah. of, you know... It's, your mom's. It's, <laughs> moms. Moms, 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 moms. You, 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 you sang a song. You moms are pretty cool. I, I lost that song, oh, unfortunately. Damn. But I do still have the, the record of it somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I know. I'm visiting you in Prince George. Mm-hmm. Just figured I'd come up for a, a nice visit yeah. and go see some of the sights and mm-hmm. meet some of the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, We've seen the sights. Have you met any people, Jacob? Some sites, yeah. yeah. I've seen some sites. I mean, not every, every site. Like mm-hmm. I haven't seen, I haven't seen the interior of a lot of the bars. The no, the, no. the hallowed bars of Prince George. Yes, famed for all over the world. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Why is no. that? Why well, is that? <laughs> like, what happened, Jacob? Well, in between me coming and uh, arriving here uh-huh. and uh, all that stuff, yeah. um, coronavirus really uh, really took off. Really took off. Yeah, we have a we have a lost episode uh, in the interlude between the last one and this one about we talked about. You could release half the audio files and, and <laughs> have people try to fill just, in the blanks. Just me talking to myself. <laughs> yeah, sounds horrible. Responding to the <laughs> sounds horrible. Um, but please we, we... do that for me. Just put up your like it's the whole Too. It was uh, good. It was, it good. was a pretty good one. There uh, were some parts in there because we talked about Last Jedi. We talked. Too. Also um, talked about um, or not Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker, and um, uh, the protests, which are yeah, yeah. You did. Yeah. We talked about that too. Yeah, no. So, so we talked about in that last episode mm-hmm. we had, some... which you will post. <laughs> we'll see. Um, it's on air. You can't take it back. Uh, we'll see. Um, <laughs> We talked about the early days of coronavirus when it was still kind of uh, localized in yeah. a lot of the... Yeah, it was a fresh meme. Yeah. Was, yeah. I shouldn't make light of something that's killed people. But, yeah. uh, well, it, it, was, it was working its way through China and yeah. South Korea, maybe Italy. Yeah, just a bit of Iran or something like that. But, yeah. but it wasn't really in full-blown panic mode here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, now you it know, is. It, just, it just happened to be a happy coincidence. Yeah. So, um, so everything shut. Uh, grocery stores are open, limited hours, all restaurants are closed, all bars are closed, gatherings of 50 or less are 
Yeah. Restricted in BC. Yeah, 50 yeah. plus for sure. Most, uh, at least 50 people. most people are suggested to like self isolate or yeah. social distance, like, yeah. you know, which means basically keeping away from people. Mm-hmm. Um, so it means a lot of the like people. Six feet? Yeah, six feet minimum. And like a lot of people that we wanted to play like board games and stuff, and a lot of people just aren't feeling it. Uh, They're just sort of using the time to. And I get it, right? Like, you don't, you know. Um, yeah, it's been so, like before I left though. Even in Rochester, there were there was kind of a, a rush to buy a, a yeah, bunch of stuff, yeah. you know, and like people filling up uh, carts. Really busy too, yeah. Like in, in Save Right or something like I forget what it's called. Um, but yeah, um, we could talk about how you know part of that might be the lack of direction from any American leadership. Uh, sure, which, sure. Which I would say that would be my thing. But mm-hmm. um, I think it's just funny to kind of also you had you had a funny thing about um, toilet I? paper. Oh, what was the thing about toilet paper that I said? I'm sure it was hilarious and amazing. I just forgotten. <laughs> oh, there was some dude who had a whole entire. Car. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, in Prince George, we had a shortage of toilet paper. Um, everybody knows why the toilet paper is short. I don't want to explain it, but basically there was this big rush to buy it. It all sold out. We go to the Costco, and there's a guy wandering around, and his cart is just full of, like, table napkins. Not, like, rolls. They're, like, the the bundled yeah. stacks of, like, those cheap ones you get at a restaurant or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, as soon as I saw that, I was just, like, how much shitting are you expecting to do? Like, just gotta shit now. Like, why? Like, why, how much yeah. do you need? Yeah. Or, like, the people buying, like, three packs of the super large ones. It's like, yeah. even if you had a family of five, that's going to last you, like, two months. You, yeah. you don't... Why is this the hill you die on? Um, how many extra rolls do you like to have? I like to have a... I like to have three-quarter of a bag. Three-quarter that, of a that bag. That makes me feel comfortable. Yeah. You know? I think it's just heightened because you're maybe just, that guy's that guy's yeah. limit was 600, <laughs> 600 yeah. uh, well, rolls. You I know? mean, like a lot of the time, we live in a society where we live in a society. We live in a society where we the are Todd used, Phillips. Yeah, we, yeah, we're used to getting things when we need them. So, like for example, uh, I saw a video the other day of uh, a, a couple in Walmart in the states trying to buy um, the quote six hundred forty count cans of Mountain Dew. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and they were freaking out because they were told by the store, you can't buy that many. We're rationing uh, liquids. Right. And they're like, we always buy this. And they probably did. Every month before that, they were probably buying about Yikes. 640 cans of Mountain Dew. And, but they could because nobody else that's... was buying 640 cans of Mountain Dew. Right? But like, that's also like, no, it's you horrible. really don't need no, <laughs> like, that's... Well, they probably, they probably replaced their water with it. That's probably, their, that's probably what they drink. Non-stop. Were they were they particularly they were, well uh, healthy? They, 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 they looked, looked like... like Walmart, like <laughs> okay. the physical embodiment of Walmart. Oh man! It was a deep yeah. southern accent. This guy had what they call it like a rat squirrel as a haircut, uh, <laughs> and they were both pretty hefty, husky people. We definitely have a bias against uh, certain regions of the world on this podcast. We do. I feel like, <laughs> but frankly, they deserve it. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, there's no, only I mean, so much yeah. sympathy I can have for a group of people until I'm just sick and tired of hearing them blinge and moan about shit that they put on themselves. Anyway, that's true. I don't know. That's it's like true. fucking. I don't care if fuck if you're fat and old and diabetic. You did it. Yeah. Like tough shit. Stop voting for people who don't give you Medicare. Like what the fuck yeah, are you doing? Yeah, yeah. like that's, at that point, I don't ignorance. care. Yeah, I'm and, sorry. And and the, 
the the <laughs> you know the prejudice that exists. Yeah, yeah I know it's not great. It's not no, great. no, no. I'm just I'm just saying like that exists in those areas yeah. of the world. Um, I was gonna say I've been getting um, on my YouTube page uh, yeah. like whatever algorithm getting these uh, like suggestions for. Do you remember the Mitchell and Webb like sketch? Yeah, where, like the. Uh, Stay indoors. <laughs> Remember, stay indoors. Like yeah. it's like a quiz show. You're watching the British Emergency Broadcasting System. The estimated date is March or November 2013. It's 19 hours. So now, as usual, it's time for the quiz broadcast. Hello, good evening, and remain indoors. <laughs> this is the quiz broadcast coming to you every Friday, the same day as your food parcels. <laughs> so chow down on a protein fudge, take whatever injections are recommended in your sector, and prepare to enjoy the show. You know, people are, and, and there's there's like the suggestions of like, you know, things to buy, and they yeah. say sand. <laughs> is it the apocalyptic <laughs> one? Yeah, yeah there's like, there's a couple. Yeah. There's, there's a couple that they did with it, I but do. it's like these broadcasts that are like. Um, you know how to prepare for the coming emergency yeah. and it's like yeah it's pretty true it's yeah. also it's also pretty silly you know but yeah. it's also uh, I like that show they had one where yeah. they had um, yeah it's the one um, Number Wang they did like Number a, Wang but yeah. they had like a history of Number Wang and they talked about how they invented a machine that was really good at Number Wang but then went insane and wanted to kill everybody in the world it's just this very like classic British yeah like sketch comedy just mm. It, the, those those sketches in particular were very fitting for yeah, this time, I'm sure, totally. the time um, and where we are do with you kind think, of people panicking. Question here, because you mentioned the algorithm. Yeah. Do you think, let's say, I'll give you, I'll give you thirty years, you might hear somebody say, "Praise the algorithm." Like if something is, like as in, praise God, like no. as you're blessed, because the algorithm does sometimes just say, "Here, look at this perfectly fit." thing for your mood right now watch it and you'll do you, oh my god do you this is amazing think that, so what your question what is do you is, think that there's going to be a religion based around or like, at least a saying around it like something where somebody says like it could be a saying around you know like it. if you're a kid growing up and your phone just literally shows you what you need and want at any given time like how many there's oh praise the algorithm well i mean i don't, I don't know who's the algorithm the algorithm's good today right like who knows? I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just maybe. Saying, I mean, you said 30 years. 30 I don't years. know what the fuck's going to happen in 30 years, so maybe it could I be. Use your imagination, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Alden? I don't know. I don't know. It's just a question. I don't have an answer. This is a hypothetical. Jeez. Good cross examined here. I need a sip of my soda. All right. Um. <laughs> What right. what so, parts of French George have I missed though? Because like I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed my you've missed Earls. No, I'm just yeah. I've enjoyed my time up here. It's <laughs> it's a it's a small community. Mm -hmm. It's in the middle of a glacial former glacial lake. Yeah. Um, uh, so it's like a bowl. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, sawmills, mm -hmm. uh, paper mills. You can mm -hmm. smell it uh, yeah. on on a days particularly. There's a lot of nature. A lot of nature, very easy to get to parks, uh, very yeah. convenient. We did a lot of park walking um, when Jacob was here, um, just due to, you know, the vagaries right. of fate. Um, so yeah, no, and they have a train museum that I can only assume is like uh, Scranton. Um, yeah. So yeah, I did describe kind of it as the Scranton thing, yeah. of BC. Yeah, that, that, that is what it feels like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what if I missed anything particularly Prince Georgian? We do, the problem is, is that... In the wintertime, a lot of stuff is closed. Yeah. There is a technically a drive-in, like a, 
uh, drive-in movie theater up yeah. in the heart. Oh, cool. Um, there's well, a lot of. I've, I've missed. I missed curling. Missed curling. Hockey, that which, was like you know, that was like the big. You know, that yeah. was the big thing that we wanted to take you to was curling and hockey. Yeah. Those got canceled. Uh, we did manage to go bowling, which was great. Oh yeah, yeah. hey, we can get to um, that in a bit. shout out, shout out to yeah. Cosmic Bowling. Cosmic Bowling. If you're ever in Prince George, fucking dope. It, blast from the past, though. Um, Those consoles. The consoles yeah. are like straight out of like the they big Lebowski, like Atari. Like, yeah, that's like, great. Uh, um, but I'm trying to think of other things that are Prince George staples. I didn't take you hunting. Yeah, well, um, I don't know how much I really or, would enjoy um, that, to be honest. Brapping or What's whatever. Brapping? Uh, it's where you go out on a motorcycle or a snowmobile and go brap, and you just fucking rip around, dude. Okay, just fucking so, give her, so dude. It's just, yeah, it's just right, snowmobiling or whatever. Yeah, sure. exactly. It's, That's cool. You know, is, uh, is there a lot of skiing? Yes. Okay. A lot of cross-country skiing. Cross-country, right. There is a yeah. downhill slope in the heart. It's pretty okay. small. Um but most people... I mean, I suck at skiing anyways, yeah. <laughs> but not that I um, don't enjoy it. And we, uh, we showed you the, the board game stores. Um, those are very important. You talked about them last uh, episode That's about true. Uh, Wonderland yeah. and uh, Great North. Great White. Great White. Yeah. Um, I mean, at Prince George, it's a nice place. It's just, it, was, it was hampered by we couldn't take you to some events. I think that was the, the issue. In terms of distinctly Prince George things... It's kind of a niche community. Like you have people who like certain things and they do that, but mm-hmm. like the integration between those communities, like we saw with the university, is just not. Yeah, the, I the mean, community bonds I, are tenuous. I will say we went to UMBC, mm-hmm. uh, which is the campus. university. Yeah, I, I, like the buildings and everything. Mm-hmm. It just seems like it was really well designed to let in a ton of light and stuff, yeah. and it just looks like it's you know well mm-hmm. attended, and there's a lot mm-hmm. of there's a lot of spaces for people to kind of like mm-hmm. mingle. So I was impressed by that. I mean, yeah. it also was like founded in 1994. Yeah, very young. So that's school. that's yeah, that's pretty young. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, um, just some. Gentle criticism of the student newspaper. I think you guys could. Uh, oh yes. Maybe do a better job on this. And uh, if yeah. you ever, if you ever want some pointers from a total amateur who uh, is just full of himself, give me, give me a ring. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I think we can talk a little bit about that. Um, one of the things that I think Prince George uh, suffers from, or at least is, or at least is something that I've noticed, is that there is kind of this like attitude of like well it's prince george so why try hard mm. er right like yeah specifically with the arts or things that are like less people are like less invested in basically uh-huh. so like the music scene um the newspaper like the actual newspaper itself yeah i just get there's this feeling and maybe this is just me and julie can correct me here if she thinks i'm wrong but I just get the feeling that a lot of people in prince george go well we're a northern community and we're busy and we just we're doing the best we can rather than like striving to do better than you can like to push mm. like the school newspaper could be way better yeah. easily <laughs> the the community newspaper could be way better easily yeah there could be a much stronger arts there's so many people who do arts here like pottery painting theater mm. uh, like music there's so many people who I know do and enjoy this but the community just they don't like like you were they saying, they just don't feel that they should try because it's Prince George and nobody would care anyway. So some people, and I get trapped in that too. Yeah. I make really negative comments about Prince George sometimes. Uh, so, well, somebody—it was either you or Julie—said mm-hmm. that like it's really hard to get people to come out to stuff. Yeah, and like, like what's? I wonder what what's 
Why? Like, why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's the reason for that? Uh, what's the cause? That's as far just as... So, you know, like, I, I wonder why it would be harder to get people to come out for a certain, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. Do, do you want to... Um, I don't know. I, I think it's... I think a lot... Most of it comes from just not being used to putting your money there. Right. Like, you know how you, we were talking, like, a smoker will... When they're doing up their budget, they're like, oh, yeah, 600 bucks a month is... For my cigarettes and like that's that's normal that's i need those that's required yeah that's required um whereas like going to a a play or a something? play mm-hmm. for 20 bucks yeah is not a thing but i but also like, do think mm-hmm. partially like yeah going to the the set sort of price is 20 bucks for things which can be like it's a not, bit much yeah, it is like a bit you much, know if yeah. it's yeah. It was fifty if bucks it's for something. Not it's really. Like, yeah. if it's maybe not great. Mm-hmm. Like then, like, is it really worth that? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, ten bucks. Sure. Whatever. Hit or miss. Yeah. Like yeah, ten that, bucks, you can definitely. Which that's is, easier to, yeah. to swallow than yeah. twenty. Yeah. So like, yeah, if you go down to Victoria, you find places like shows for ten or fifteen bucks. Like Seven dollars even. Like, yeah. Even like, I'm just thinking about like live shows, but, like music. I've yeah. gotten it for like five bucks and some really. So good it's stuff. like it's partially because stuff is like. A little bit too expensive, but also like a little bit too cheap for like two different yeah. kind of not demographics, but mm-hmm. but then also there is actually more stuff happening. So there's something happening like every weekend, yeah. or at least two different things. Yeah. So now there's conflict. Yeah. Between what you should go to and also like, oh, I went to something last weekend. I I don't necessarily want to go see something every single weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's driving. So, a lot of it, there's a distance issue. That's true. There's also poor mm-hmm. transport, so you can't, like, drink and then yeah. go home. Mm-hmm. But, the thing, too, uh, is that Prince George yeah. tends to shut down early. People have dinner really early. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I just get the feeling, like, like somebody of a typical family here would be like, oh, I'm not going to go out during the weekday. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Because I'm too busy. Yeah, you got kids. And blah, blah, blah. Whereas in Victoria or Vancouver, I'd feel like somebody would go out on a weekday, even if they had. Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's more likely that it would occur. Like you're going to have less. That's just my feeling. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's just what I feel. Okay. I just, I'm just curious because like I, I, so not on a same exact thing, but on a similar Mm -hmm. scale um, at the community college where I'm at there's a ton of apathy towards really getting anything done Um, and I just wonder where that comes from sometimes I mean that's a totally different situation but just that that emotion of being like not really trying to strive towards anything not really having I mean a lot of people feel like it's what's the point right Mm -hmm. like I'm going to be moving on or whatever etc but I don't I don't know it's just and I guess yeah. I, I'm not trying to dissuade people because, like, there are other things that people find, like, that, like, hunting and fishing yeah, and stuff totally. like that, that I personally don't, you know, really, I, I, I can see how somebody would enjoy that, but I mm-hmm. myself am not a hunter. I think I could be a fisher, but, uh... Um, a fisher of men. A fisher of men. I, I don't think it'd be very good. I don't uh, think I'd be very good at any of that stuff. But, uh, but like, I, I get it. Like, I get that if people are interested in that, they wouldn't really want to be, you know, so much doing any artsy culture yeah. stuff um, it just does seem like you know there is capability for it mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah and so I will say like I'm, I'm being forgiving of the student newspaper because they're students mm-hmm. and I get it but I do think it could be better mm-hmm. the Prince George Citizen on the other hand I don't have a lot of uh, sympathy. sympathy or respect yeah. for because 
from what I saw, most of it was opinion news, yeah, and one of them four was pages of op eds. Yeah, and one of them was literally the editor in chief complaining about these IT guys yeah. who came in and upgraded their systems. Yeah, and I'm like, it's it's bad. Seriously? Yeah, yeah it's bad. <laughs> so, anyways, um, yeah, if you're on the the PG citizen, uh, do better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should know better. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, that's what newspaper. I have to say to you. Fix your shit. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, but I. I enjoy it. It's uh, it's kind of, it's a change of pace. How are you finding quarantine life? Being, do you find that you're more introspective? Do you find it difficult? No, not really. Yeah. It's not really that much different. I think I think the only real difference is yeah, we aren't going out to dinner, like dinner, or like going to see any of the nightlife yeah. or any possible like you know <laughs> events or anything like that. Other than that, though, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. kind of for the same. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Quarantine. I mean, for people who are introverted, it does. People here are like, this isn't too bad. Yeah. For somebody who is like reliant on recharging the batteries from from social interaction, I can imagine it's very difficult. So. Yeah. I, th- I think even even for people who, yeah. you know, who are introverted, I mean, going we, into quarantine for an extended period that's of true. time is, that is like, true. would be bad. It's that. still tough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, so I'm, I'm interested to see. I have, I have a flight. For tomorrow mm-hmm. uh which you know we'll see we'll see hopefully yeah. it goes still uh, i'm not sure um i don't want to be i don't want to be uh, too too you know the the house guest that wouldn't go away or anything um but on on the way <laughs> was the house guest who would never leave hey is it okay if i finish off this milk yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but like on my way in it was like yeah the airports like the easiest I've ever right. been able to get through a lot of these yeah. places. Like Vancouver was like, was like, you know, there was a line, but it wasn't long. unnaturally long yeah. or anything. Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah, it was very, very Well, now easy. it'll probably even be more deserted, which will be interesting to see. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of what I'm... Yeah. Won't somebody think of the yeah. poor airline... Sorry, I'm just thinking about the news about how the airplane the industries are... Airline corporations. Oh, no! You're <laughs> yeah. not getting enough money! Yeah. Oh no! Oh. Probably your CEOs are Jeez. paid a lot of money. I would just guess. Oh no! Whatever. Yeah. Fuck it. Um. So yeah, I mean, this is gonna have to die. That's capitalism. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. You always talk about yeah, the free talk market. about how good it is. Yeah, you know, fucking like, deal well, with it. Then. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, I think this will this quarantine will have like long lasting effects. Oh sure, for, for sure. sure, definitely economically, but also. You know, Psycho. culturally, I yeah, think totally. too. People are gonna remember, like, and, where were you? And then the next yeah. time an outbreak happens, because it's not a question of if, it's a question of when. Yeah, we'll be a lot, hopefully, yeah. better in place to to. Come. So, I, I did a little bit of uh, watching and reading mm-hmm. about this, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the thing is, like, Trump, mm-hmm. <laughs> at least in terms of an American context, yeah. Trump, like. Uh, defunded a bunch of Obama's Obama's pandemic. yeah pandemic stuff. Yeah. The people who were in the meeting yeah. that was supposed to be like an orientation or yeah. like a hey here's what here's our plans that yeah. are in place yeah. for a transition of power. Like yeah. this is what we've been doing. This is what we're working on. Like it was like thirty people at the meeting. Most of those have been fired. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so most of them aren't around anymore. Who yeah. even possibly like would know yeah. of any of this information. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a it's a mess. It's a huge mess and. Um, Oh, well, yeah. you know, 
It's just help all the. He sucks. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, wish anybody harm, but you voted for him, and you're old. Yeah. Oh well. Like I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the UK's it's better than. Amazingly, his response is better than the UK's. UK, who which said, yeah. UK's response is, we'll weather it, which is fucking insane. Yeah. Like, just again, like conser- acceptable losses. <laughs> like, we're going to, you know, we're going to take conser- these. I mean, you know. from a purely Malthusian demographic standpoint, I'm not defending this, but from a purely Malthusian demographic standpoint, mm-hmm. they would probably lose somewhere around 2 million people. Yeah. That's not actually that. That's the big. UK. The UK. That's big. I agree. That's bad. Like, if, if that's like worst case scenario, like we're talking everybody either having a- exposed to the virus or, you know, blah, 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 and then a percentage of them dying, you're going to look at around 1.5 to 2 million people dead. Yeah. Minimum. That's so, like, but the crazy Vancouver. Thing is, yeah. That's like world yeah. war. That's like a world war. Yeah. That's like Vancouver. Just like, I'm not saying, yeah. I'm not saying that's yeah. a good thing. I'm saying humans have bounced back from that. Right, I sure. don't think it's a smart decision. I think I think it's a horrible. It's decision a horrible to say decision. That, you know, yeah. so cavalier. Yeah, about exactly. Boris know? is a fucking but, moron for being like, "Oh, just weather the storm." <laughs> yeah, yeah. The thing is, is like both of these leaders yeah. are losing their voters. Yes, like yeah. their voters are the ones who are the most vulnerable. Yeah. Well, poor old people. Old people. <laughs> yes, older. Yeah, yeah older. Which is well, one can only hope. Yes. That, you know, that in, there's that, some that, repercussion. Yeah, that 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 you know manifests yeah. in change for the next cycle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it so, will. Maybe. It's it's like, you know, it's the same thing with the global warming. There'll come a point where you can't ignore it. Not that yeah. that's what we have to do, and I think we should be proactive. But like, it's like uh, it used to be that car commercials would make fun of cars for being green. Now every car commercial, no matter what car it is, truck, whatever, they'll say, look how many gallons, you know, it's, it's mile, oh, yeah, look at how stuff. much mileage it gets. Sure. It used to be like, fuck, I'll burn yeah. all the gas, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. that was the commercial. Now yeah. it's a lot more like, this truck gets 50 miles to the gallon, isn't that great? And then you're like, alright, cool. Companies adapt slowly, yeah. 20 years behind, but it does eventually yeah. happen. Um. Yeah, I'm I not mean, saying I'm not defending them. Point, I really want to make clear this is not a defense. This is me saying. Point being, yeah, not, point being, I think that the coronavirus and this quarantine yeah. effect, uh, obviously, it's yeah. going to be the biggest, the biggest story yeah. uh, of 2020s. You know, hold my point, beer. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's true. Never say never. But um, before the three I was big thinking, events, almost World War, yeah. War, almost a World War with Iran, the coronavirus, and Kobe dying. See, that's the thing. I think a lot of that stuff, like the, yeah. the whole tension with uh, Iran, that's going to be kind of a footnote, whereas this is going to be the big oh, totally. well, know, thing. I mean, it's kind of interlinked with the COVID because Iran's like, we can't get aid. Mm-hmm. We can't get, get enough aid because of these sanctions that mm-hmm. are put on our country. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the other one, that's like a, a small voice. Something that's not really being spoken of right now, too, is India's doing no testing. Like they have no testing right now. They're just, they're just, wow. their response has been, uh, whatever. Yeah, so, whatever. Second largest population in the uh, world. That's, that's in a pretty... incredibly densely populated cities. Yeah. With a culture that tends to favor closeness, and you you can't social distance in India. Yeah. Or I'm expecting that will be where the real mm. storm hits, um, hmm. because it's picking up speed there too. So. No. How long do you think that this will last for? Two the years. Quarantine and stuff. Oh, quarantine. Yeah. Uh, for Canada, probably another four months. Wow. Not okay. like, quor- not hardcore quarantining, but like, 
we're gonna be we're in our first hardcore month of like mm-hmm. sh- stop stuff social yeah. distance second month we're gonna have the second wave of infection where it's sort of a little more low minor yeah. third fourth how long do you think it'll take for them to reopen the border with the u.s three months three months three months yeah for non-essential travel right unless america goes sideways in which case they'll just lock it down mm. how long do you think that um yeah, we'll be we'll be talking about the current two years for two minimum. years later. Yeah. Two years minimum. Yeah. <sighs> well, I mean, the, what's that Chinese curse? May you live in interesting times. Mm. You know that that's from Discworld. Yeah, but, you, yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> yeah, we can definitely say to put a put a conclusion yeah. on this. Yeah. We are living in through interesting <laughs> times. times yeah. And maybe this will serve as a time yeah. capsule of what it was like. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, I think, I think, yeah, that's a good way to end it off. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, From all of us here at the studio, no, good night. Com- we love up, you. Coming up, <laughs> next. coming up next, we've got an exciting new thing that wasn't ever used before in a previously lost episode. That's right. It's pitch it or ditch it. <laughs> You're just dancing right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Flesh, red shells, my two big claws creeping. I'm on my ten clotos, listen. My exoskeleton, think you're so anthropod. Water. The music you're grooving out right now, too, is Crab Guy, which was made by us, your resident real human beings. Should be up as part of a video soon. It's really stupid. I don't know why I came up with it, where it came from, but that's what you get during quarantine. Just weird ideas. Um, I actually didn't end up catching that flight back that I mentioned before. Uh, I got held back even further. It was kind of a bit of a odyssey. When I finally did, it was a, a very weird experience. Um, all non-essential travel had been shut down by Canada, technically, but somehow I managed to make it through. Uh, not really sure about how or why, um, but I guess I hadn't totally shut down all passenger planes. One thing that stood out to me is when I was leaving Prince George, uh, all of the airport workers, um, the, the screeners, the, uh, the front desk people, they all came out and um, there's a big window that you can see, a uh, big like floor-to-ceiling window, that you can see the the departures from and uh, they they all gathered by the window and they stood by and waved at us which felt very surreal and like i was going to end up in a weird um accident or something like it was a premonition um yeah kind of strange overall it was a surreal experience made even more surreal by the fact that it took like you know 28 hours uh total time so uh you know, you add a typical flight fatigue on top of um, just empty places, and uh, it puts you in a strange mindset. Speaking of strange mindsets, coming up next, we have a uh, new segment, Pitch It or Ditch It. Um, I'm that cod type, make your mama fat type, anaphylactic shock type, might be your big thumb type, I'm the crab guy. Uh. 
right, so uh, welcome back, everybody, to the show. We're doing a... Yay! Yay! Uh, we're doing a new thing mm-hmm. called... Uh, Jacob, Jacob came up with this, so I can't claim ownership to this idea. Well, you will. But I will. Uh, <laughs> it's Pitch It or Ditch It! Sure, there'll be some sort of uh, cool yeah. music underneath I can, that, I can, I can or it's just gonna be just that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Jacob, what is pitch it or ditch it? So when you pitched it to me, what is pitch it or ditch it? Yeah, the elevator pitch of pitch it or ditch it is that <laughs> is that the, uh, we have devised um, a couple different categories. Mm-hmm. Um, and the point of it is, is after spinning these categories mm-hmm. and, and getting the general thing, yeah. you need to come up with an elevator pitch for the particular yeah. whatever it is. Right, so this right. time we're doing some movies, right. some movie pitches. Are we pitching um, it to Julie? Uh, sure, yeah, that and could Julie, work. Julie's the producer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the idea, the idea being um, that somebody has to choose whether or not we're gonna pitch it or we're gonna ditch it. That makes sense. Um, okay. And I didn't realize this until after came yeah. up with it, but there's a similar joke uh, game in art Comedy is, Bang Bang. Art but, is steal. Art yeah. is stealing, Jacob. Also, doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter. It's totally fine. All right. So, uh, do you want to start, or should I? Either way. All right. So the the first category here. I, I think you're better at pitching, though. Gotta actually. get the character. Uh, <laughs> bring, 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 bring. Yes. I, I got a new hot pitch for you. Hold on. Let me, I've got to get my idea straight. How is this? It's going to star. It's going to star. It's a new movie. It's going to star Anna Darmus from Blade Runner 2049. And, and Knives Out. And Knives Out. Yeah. Alongside, co-starring, uh-huh. Idris Elba. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And I've already got a director in talks. The director is... The director and the actors are already signed <laughs> yeah. on. Which is really weird, but... The director is Patty Jenkins. Oh. Uh, so Jeff kind of enjoying this movie. The person who... Yeah, she's the director yeah. of, of Wonder Woman. Now you're saying it's just going to be a superhero movie or whatever else she's done, but I can't remember what it is. But it's okay. It's not. It's going to be a historical drama, Maybe. I don't know yet. That's going to be shot based, based around... Yeah, yeah. based around... Uh, based around Einstein. Uh, Einstein. Einstein. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And, uh, I don't know why I cast Idris Elba. Uh, oh, okay. So it's Idris, not uh, Anna. Oh, Anna. Einstein. That's a good idea. Anna is Einstein. Yeah, that's good. Okay. And, and uh, what genre type of this movie? The genre. Well, the writer was thinking. The writer was thinking it might be a. It might be a western. You know? A western. So, like, we're reimagining Einstein. He goes from Germany over to the West, North America, but now we're extrapolating that into a Western narrative, and it's Anna de Armas as Einstein, gender-swapped, Patty Jenkins, a, a, a female director, it's reimagining, it's recontextualizing, and then you also have Idris Elba there, uh, because he's just a, you know, it's a powerhouse actor. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, and so, like, is is there, so so he's he's helping? He's yeah, helping he's, her, he's helping they're, her. They're, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like, um, so, so yeah. is is she Einstein? Is she Einstein's daughter? Is Ooh. she trying to? Oh, she's Einstein's daughter. Yeah, yeah, that's it. 
Might I? Might I thought this through? Well, I'm pitching it before phoning me. Yeah. <laughs> might might I? I'm looking through my notes. Might I suggest a title? Sure. Yeah. E equals M C paired. Oh. Now, do you think there's going to be a bit of a romance in there, or is it just maybe Idris Elba was Einstein, used to know Einstein, and then he contacts Einstein's daughter, and he has to she has to go out west. I like this. Einstein's daughter falls in love with a black man. There we go. The... <laughs> It'll get him to the door. Sounds perfect for Americans. They're going to love it. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, uh, that's nothing compared Just... to my idea, which stars... <laughs> Oh yeah, cool. Let's let's yeah. Let's it starts Richard Gere. Oh, Richard Gere. Okay, great. I know who he is. Richard Gere was in uh, Pretty Women. He's yeah, <laughs> him and Jane Fonda. And Jane Fonda. All right, actually, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'll take that. Yeah, Richard Gere and Jane Fonda. They've worked together before, um, and they want to do it again. Mm-hmm. And this time, the the director who they they're, they're talking to. Michael <laughs> Michael Bay! Right, yeah, Michael Bay. I love Michael Bay's movies. <laughs> Michael Bay, you know, the, the producer of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and uh, Transformers movies. Uh, great. Pain and Gain, let us not forget. Um, yeah, think. and uh, Pearl Harbor. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, he's going to work with her Chikir and Jane Fonda. <laughs> okay. And, uh, yeah. It's going to be all about, it's going to be centered around jazz. That's really the, jazz is also a character of this movie, you know. Um, And, uh, you know, it's good. The genre we were thinking for this movie was. Is it uh, Dold on? Is uh, a. Thriller. A thriller. A Michael Bay thriller about jazz. Jazz music? uh, With uh, Richard Gere and Jane Fonda. I mean, it writes itself, right? Mm, uh, yeah. I mean, you can see it right there. Um, I can hear it now. <laughs> so Richard Gere, is he like, is he a failed musician, perhaps? And maybe he discovers a secret, and Jane Fonda's a, uh, a, an ex-singer at a jazz bar. So they're both musicians. They know each other. And then he discovers some like drug deal or something going on in the, in the, in the Prohibition-era bar. And then he has to go from there, and then you have Bayhem all throughout. Yeah, I was I wasn't even thinking about putting in historical drama. I was I was trying to do it in today's time. Oh, okay. In the modern jazz scene. Yeah. No, um, really failed. No, I, I I like I like yours. I like yours. Let's keep it there. Um, yeah. So it's 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 Michael Bay. He's wanted to go back to his roots with um, Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Which was a huge flop where he... Was it a flop? It, yeah, it was not. It, made, it was for... he Michael Bay purposely tried for Pearl Harbor. He's like, I'm going to do it unlike I usually do it. I'm going to take my time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to set up my shots. Mm-hmm. I'm going to really, you know, think things out. Mm-hmm. Took all of, like, <laughs> two days for him to get sick of that and go back to his normal <laughs> thing. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> In 2011, GQ published The Oral History of Michael Bay, and there's a part in the section about Pearl Harbor that I've never forgotten. Bay's first assistant director, Casey Hodenfield, says, quote, 
Michael was saying he was going to go about the movie differently. He was going to hold shots longer. He wasn't going to move the camera as much. This was going to be like a classic movie. The first day we started shooting, he wasn't using his fast-moving, fast-cuts, low shots, his bag of tricks, and it was like watching an Italian speak without his hands. By lunchtime, we're making a Michael Bay movie in the Michael Bay style. And then Michael Bay says, quote, I don't change my style for anybody. Pussies do that. You are, what you, you are what you are, right? You, you are, are what you are. I love that he idolizes, uh, what's his name? Fincher. Who's like notoriously... Fincher like, doesn't care for him, yeah. Yeah, well also he, Fincher's like very, has a very clear vision. He, he, take, he takes his time with his shots. He... Well, so the one thing that you can say about this movie, which is going to be titled, <laughs> um, Key of E flat. Nice. Uh, nice. Nice. This is great, this is great. Key of E flat because um, part of it is they have to find like a key that unlocks like a, a secret thing mm -hmm. that'll help them uh, undercover uncover the um, mm -hmm. the clan. It's gonna be Jane Fonda and Richard Gere versus the clan Ooh. in the 1920s. Nice. Oh, um, I love it. Do they meet Einstein's daughter? <laughs> it's gonna be a crossover <laughs> with uh, MC pair. MC e equals MC pair. Yeah. I would have thought the Equals MC pair comes afterwards in the 50s, maybe. The dying <laughs> of the West. Ah, people don't actually pay attention. That's to true. States. That's true. Um, I mean, yeah. That yeah, and then so, so yeah. I would they, watch it if that, was, <laughs> if that trailer came out. Richard Gere and Jane Fonda are all on board. They're going to do as much oh, of the man. stunts as they can. Uh... <laughs> They're no, in it for a like, thriller. If you imagine um, that as an actual trailer, and just like a new Michael, I would be I would very that. interested. I would love that. You know, especially the added Armis Idris Elba one. Also, that that'd be interesting. All right. Well, Good. we pitched them. Did you ditch them? You gotta decide which one's gonna go and which which one's pitched and which one's ditched. I'm gonna have to. Who? Which rose do you give? Sorry, honey, but I. Uh... I give uh, Jane Fonda and Richard Gere a rose. Oh. So I gotta pitch another one. Okay. All right. <laughs> Bonus round. Bonus round. Okay. I got now. Let, hold on. Maybe E equals MC pad wasn't the greatest one. All right. Yeah. That's off. That's off. All right. Great. We, we can find another one. I've got this other one that I've uh, I've, I've been in the works with. Uh, it's got Scarlett Johansson. Oh, she's, she's hot right she's now. She's interested. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's coming off that MCU train. You know. She did. Wedding story, uh, what was it? With the yeah, wedding story. <laughs> That's no. it. No, what was the one with the uh, no? It's Driver. wedding story. Yeah, <laughs> Adam Driver. Wedding story. You're right. <laughs> it was it? No, it's not. Yeah, it was. Uh, anyway, I'm trying she, to. <laughs> she, she just come off that, and I've got Jason Schwartzman in talks. Oh, interesting yeah. combination. All yeah. right. It's sort of uh, you know, and then the director. Now this is a little bit left field. I'm gonna admit, but I'm glad it happened. Uh, it's Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. Yeah, he's okay. taking a break from Dune. Uh, you know, he's he does to... a lot of like intense <laughs> yeah. movies, like yeah. Arrival, yeah. Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Just to remind me, Jason Schwartzman is uh, in Wes Anderson films a lot, right? Okay, yeah. And now this is uh, this is a Freud slash Young biopic by Denis Villeneuve. Okay. Ooh. Jason Schwartzman is going to play a young Jung. Okay. I think we already did this movie with Michael Fassbender, yeah, so maybe we need to switch up the topic. Yeah. This topic's already happened. Never mind. Different script. Okay, great. Amelia Earhart. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, Amelia Earhart. That's Amelia Earhart. 
There's a Schwartzman as the Navigator. Okay. Ooh. Great. I like it. And the, the genre? You know... <laughs> Ooh, interesting. It's a horror film. So, okay. Amelia Earhart and Jason Schwartzman get on a plane, and there's something in the plane with them. Uh-huh. And is this is this her final, mm-hmm. like, her... It's the it's, circle... This is the thing that mm-hmm. that she she disappeared, right? Yeah, exactly. So you have the very first thing you have like a, a splash screen that says like Amelia Hart Earhart departed yeah. thing from that yeah. she was never seen or heard yeah, from again. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, here mm-hmm. she is. She's in the plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got you got Denise on the. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, that's great, and it's it's in a closed thing. Yeah, um, single single set. Yeah. Okay. Do they crash and they are they on an island mm-hmm. somewhere mm-hmm. or something? No, it's just in a plane. I think it just takes place in a plane. Maybe you have surreal dreamlike. Okay. Sequences where like the plane like stretches Danny, into infinity. Like a it's Danny like, Boyle yeah. with um uh that one with James Franco where yeah. he's got his arm trapped mm-hmm. in. The yeah, plane. exactly. Okay. Or like uh, there's a scene where like Jason Schwartzman's told to go back to the somewhere in the plane. And he starts walking, and he right. has to walk like five miles yeah. inside the plane. It's like mm-hmm. this weird stretched time here. You're not sure what's happening. It's very surreal. It's very yeah. Maybe there's something in there about how the Bermuda Bermuda Triangle yeah. like, messes. Yeah, exactly. With, you know, yeah. I don't know where she was. I mean, I, to, I'd but... watch that. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch that too. He's speaking I'd watch that too. Watch that. <laughs> is is there a title that you have for that? Um, I uh, I don't know. Maybe just Earhart. Maybe just you know. Earhart. Great. I love it. I'm actually going to look up what she looked like, just so... Scarlett Johansson could definitely do it. Yeah, she could. Yeah, there's 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 a closeness there. No, she could do it. Did she... Did when In her final flight, was she with anybody? I don't know. Let me just double-check that. Hmm. Yes, Fred Noonan. Her... Frederick Joseph Fred Noonan uh, was a navigator. Doesn't really look like anything like Schwartzman, but... You were... You work with what you got. Well, you know, Jason Schwartzman's wanted to do different stuff. Yeah. He's in the newest season of Fargo. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Maybe if he shaved, I could kind of see it. Do you, want to see, do you want to see a picture of Fred Noonan? Sure. He's generally more of a comedic actor, but... Mm. I mean, I don't really see it. I think that the jaw and mm, yeah. the facial structure is just a little bit too harsh. Fred Noonan looks really intense. I know. He's a, he's a hardcore dude. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, you heard you heard from our producer, but now we want to hear from you. Pitch the us, audience. Pitch us movies. Oh, I was going to say, which one do you want? Oh, pitch or ditch. <laughs> yeah. But also, send us your ideas. Yeah, send us your ideas. What Tell would me. make a good interwar movie <laughs> between World War One and World War Two? Yeah. Uh, and who would you want to star in it? Yeah. You know, audience participation. I think, I think all producers and writers and directors should use this method more. Yeah. Honestly. Well, honestly, Alden, with, if you've, have you seen any of the movies that are coming out? <laughs> they already are. Jim Carrey is Eggman. <laughs> well, that was pretty good. That was good. All right. This has been Pitch It or Ditch It. Coming up next, Picks of the Week. Music's 
for this section is um, actually the uh, score from Pearl Harbor, the Michael Bay movie. They really tried to recreate the success of Titanic without any of the art or artistry that went along with it. Um, it's not a very good movie. Um, Hans Zimmer did the soundtrack, which is really weird because it's pretty by the book. I don't know, nothing all that interesting about it. And I think he's generally one of the better soundtrack guys, um, which isn't a very controversial opinion, I feel like. Uh, the Michael Bay stuff, though, uh, I got a lot of that information from a Patrick H. Willems video, which I'll link in the end notes. Uh, he's really cool, goes really in-depth at all the different Michael Bay uh, movies. Try and figure out what does it mean to be an American auteur. As for the picture to digit things, it ended up in a really cool place. I'd actually watch Earhart. That sounds awesome. Like, Scarlett Johansson, good actress. Denise Villeneuve, very effective at um, making weird, surreal stuff, as already shown. If it's a horror movie, just two people trapped in a plane, I don't know. Jason Schwartzman is kind of a weird choice, but uh, eh, give it a shot, why not? If it was better at Photoshop, I would make a fake movie poster, but uh, alas. Last but not least for this PG-rated episode is our Picks of the Week. So we'll get right to that. time for our favorite segment of this week and every week yes picks of the week yeah where we get to tell a little bit about what's examining our zooms yeah what's zooming our zams zooming our zams yeah uh you don't want to share your picture <laughs> was that a cut like motion or was one. that a uh, I had one like last week, but now it's gone. Why can't you use that one? Because I can't remember what it is. Well, you've got one that you could definitely use. Yeah. Alden, do hey, you want to start us off? Stuff. or do you Sure. Wanna... Yeah. Um, my pick of the week. Yes. It's something that I did with my friend Jacob. Oh. Yeah. Yesterday, we finally sat down and opened up uh, the pen and paper football role-playing game. And uh, it was mm-hmm. a treat, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a role-playing game. I bought it. Maybe a year ago. I can't remember the author's name. But essentially what it does is it simulates a football game using D&D-esque rules. Um, and uh, we had a wonderful time playing. It was yeah. just it was an absolute treat. Uh, it was, was very fun. It was very. It was a lot of fun. And it was just one of those... It reminded me of like just the joy that you can have playing a game. Of just like... It, working with something even if it's not perfect because there are definitely things that we wanted to change about it there were things that could be tweaked but it was still like it was like that first time you get a chance to play a video game or the first time you like experience something where you're like oh man this is like this is fun this is fun this is like firing something here and it was just it was great it was just really 
Really yeah, um, I mean, uh, yeah, it simulates. It's it's like you have to kind of pick which play you're going to do, yeah. and the other person has to kind of guess what they're you're mm-hmm. probably going to do, and then you roll. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 if you are if you like football, mm-hmm. but you're also an OCD uh, <laughs> kind of nerd, uh, nerd D and D guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd, you'd really enjoy this probably. Yeah, um, no, it it, yeah. it it truly was just a great, it's pretty fun. Yeah, and like I could pick other things too. I think there are definitely other things I could pick, but I was just sort of like a nice little gem, you know, just a good, good fun little game that was that I want to keep doing. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. So that's my pick of the week. Duh. Very nice. I like that. Uh, I guess I'll go next. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna cheat. <laughs> sure. Sure. And because uh, you said there's uh, other things I could pick, I am gonna actually like just really quickly just say uh, on the plane ride uh, over here, I got to watch two movies which were very good. If you mm-hmm. get a chance, check them out. The farewell. What's wrong, Dad? Please tell me. Your nan is dying. She doesn't know. So you can't say anything. The family thinks it's better not to tell her. Why is that better? Chinese people have saying, when people get cancer, they die. We have to go to China. Wedding is an excuse so everyone can see her. He's my only cousin. Do you think I should be there? You can't hide your emotions. If you go, then we'll find out right away. Really? What's which is a movie with Aquafina that's all about this uh, uh, Chinese family and kind of the matriarch grandmother is dying but they don't want to tell her so it's like you know but it was really good um, comedic but also heartfelt um, the other one was a documentary called Honeylands in turkey i think who mm-hmm. makes honey and mm-hmm. uh, just it's really fascinating and and crazy fly on the wall look into i don't know just this life mm-hmm. um so yeah both of those suggestions like you know go out see him sometime i, I really enjoyed him um but my true pick of the week is one that i just kind of wanted to mention um because uh, I really, it really did make such an effect. It was, it was really enjoyable. I, I mentioned it on the Lost episode that mm-hmm. uh, I will be putting up my audio for, I guess, so you already know. But um, uh, is uh, the Chronicles of Pryden series, specifically mm-hmm. um, Terran Wanderer. So mm-hmm. it's a series of books all about um, this one guy named Terran, and he's an assistant pig keeper. And... Um, it was written, I think, in the 40s. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly. Maybe the 60s. Yeah. But by this guy from Philadelphia who uh, spent some time... Yeah, it must have been, must have been 60s or 50s or something. Mm-hmm. Um, he spent time in Wales when he was in World War II, and he got to know like kind of the mythology and stuff mm-hmm. around the area. And so he came back home and he wrote this thing. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's a truly, like, it's an American 
piece of work and mm. it's it's a really beautiful book series though mm. um Terran Wanderer specifically because it's all about this guy who's still trying to like find himself mm. he decides that he needs to go find he doesn't know who his parents are he mm. wants to go like find kind of his destiny mm. and it's just these series of little vignettes um about his experiences there and, cool. and how other people live their lives um and the ending is uh he's trying to find this uh sacred mirror or mm -hmm. whatever which mm -hmm. he comes to at the end and realizes it's a lake mm -hmm. um and they say if you look in the mirror it'll tell you your destiny mm -hmm. or whatever very you know harry potter mm -hmm. uh mirror of error said mm -hmm. or last jedi mm -hmm. um because all that he sees in the water was himself right and he realizes that like he raised himself he's mm -hmm. you know he's he, it's 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 like doesn't know, matter if he needs to find him or not right yeah, yeah. it's he's the man who makes him he made mm -hmm. himself you know and, and man is man maketh the man yeah master way and it's just it's just like because he, he goes to all these different places and he he sees how other people live mm -hmm. and he kind of like it's the really introspective mm -hmm. you know look into that mm -hmm. the writing itself is just beautiful and, mm -hmm. and um simplistic but at the same time poetic mm -hmm. and i really enjoyed mm -hmm. reading it so yeah yeah that's great if you're gonna, ever get a chance sit down with it. yeah sure do you ever read uh any of those no did you watch the black cauldron movie i did yeah okay that's based off it yeah yeah the first and second books mm. uh yeah cool. which is a weird thing that, that disney was like we're gonna make the black cult like yeah, well, yeah. yeah. probably just get the guy off their backs or something like that i have no idea yeah. Julie, do you have a pick of the week? Do you, you want to share? Um, it's snowing. No, it is. Ooh. Okay. Let's pick of the week. Well, <laughs> that's been our show. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, I'd probably pick this certain television show that I've been very into called Babylon Berlin. Mm. Uh, do you want to just take it away? Yeah, I mean, you can describe it. it if you want to. No, you can. All right, so Bab I've been watching it too. Uh, and I really like it as well, too. Uh, Babylon Berlin, I'm just not as super into it as Julie, I would say. <laughs> Babylon Berlin, the stars, uh, it's, it's, set during, it's set during 1929 in Berlin, pre-Depression. So it's during March or May or somewhere around there. May. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's this police detective named Gary Rath. And he's trying to solve crimes, and he meets like a plucky flapper girl called Charlotta, and they sort of—it's very confusing. It's complex. It's mm -hmm. got a lot of interesting characters, different motivations, hence the word Babylon. It's set during a very tumultuous time in Berlin's history. Uh, it's really well acted. The music is awesome. The sets are really good. It's, it's all like, in German, right? Yeah, it's all in German. It's just a good show. Mm -hmm. It's the thing. It's just—it's just good. There's very few times where you're like. Oh man, that was kind of shitty or weird, mm -hmm. or, predictable, or predictable, or like, oh, this, uh, you know, characters that behave like normal human beings, like and real people, both, like they're both yeah. rational and irrational. Mm -hmm. uh, if you've ever played *L.A. Noir*, uh, the main character is a lot like Garian. Mm -hmm. um, if you haven't played *L.A. Noir* and you don't know what it is, don't worry. Uh, main character is. Uh, World War One veteran. He feels guilty. He's got a morphine addiction. I think something I really love about the show mm. is the the noir. Aspect. Yes, it's very noir. It's That's a neo noir. Definitely... Yeah, 
It's all about corruption. I didn't realize how into that I was. Yeah. Mm. You like Blade Runner, too, so, you know, the, the theory holds. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good show. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Well, from all of us here in Prince George, wherever you are, quarantined or unquarantined, healthy, hale, or unhealthy, wish you all the best. We love you. Honestly, especially if you're unhealthy. Yeah, man. especially. Get, yeah. Feel better. Yeah. Take some, like, get some chicken noodle soup. Just yeah. curl up and. Paint yeah. your nails. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah. man. Come on. Mm-hmm. If you're sick, do that. That's yeah. from us, Dr. Bing. <laughs> We're the doctors giving you the medicine to heal your soul. Mm. Okay. Praise the algorithm! <laughs>
help out here. Well, yeah, cite your sources. Yeah, Uh, 1900 BCE, and it's the Sumerians, which uh, lived in what's now southern Iraq. And uh, the joke basically goes, something which has never occurred since time immemorial. A young woman did not fart in her husband's lap. (laughs) (laughs) Needs work on the punch on, on like, the setup there, man. No. Uh, I just love to like, think of like a Sumerian comedian like mm. stand up in like you know <laughs> yeah uh, well, hot enough out there for you <laughs> I'm hi the... I'm Grub Gob and I'm here <laughs> I'm here I'll be here till Tuesday uh, here to to entertain you, know, you folks we talk about well I mean that's true though right like there is the the jokes that we have toilet humor and and those sort of things they are consistent throughout cultures I'm just reading another one here. 10th century joke, so this is CE uh, or AD to those. Um, one of the oldest British jokes we can find. It's Anglo Saxon. What mm-hmm. hangs at a man's thigh and wants to poke the hole that's, that it's often poked before? Uh, well, I mean. A key. Oh. Uh, nice. yeah. that, was, that was a good anti, like, yeah. you know, you think you know what's coming. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the 1600 BC gag about the pharaoh said to the king Snofru. Uh, how do you entertain a bored pharaoh? You sail a boatload of young women dressed only in fishing nets down the Nile and urge the pharaoh to go catch fish. Again. Yep. <laughs> so, that should be a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, ancient... Com- well, I mean, they kind of did... Uh, ancient comic? Is that what you're thinking of? Or, like, the Snofru scene? Snofru, but... Yeah. I mean... I mean, what's his name? Uh, History of the World Part 1 kind of did the uh, ancient... I didn't see that. Uh, well, it's... Uh, What's his name? Mel, Bl- Mel, Mel Blanc. Mel Brooks. Mel Blanc. Mel Blanc, Mel Blanc is a... <laughs> yeah. Mel Brooks uh, plays a, a comedian during Roman times. And gotcha. it's sort of tongue-in-cheek, you know. Yeah, there's other bits as well, too. But yeah. But what I'm saying is that uh, humor like that has been around. But, you know, these jokes, they seem awkward and weird. But, you know, jokes require cultural context. Like, if, mm-hmm. if you were to take the jokes that we laugh at today and take it back even 20 years it would mean nothing to somebody or they'd be like why is this funny yeah like, what is that what why well, you ever watch a stand-up well, comedian from the 80s no it's rough <laughs> some are funny some are funny. Funny. Yeah. but others I'm just kidding cosby's <laughs> aged a little <laughs> i mean a lot of his stuff is like it's man yeah I yeah know. i won't yeah. get it i won't get into how i defend cosby even after you know <laughs> yeah that's a joke jokes jokes Quarantine or overdrive? Quarantune. Quarantune. Quarantunes. I'm going to grab some Jub Jubs. War on Quarantine. Quar on Christmas. The quarantine on Christmas. I think humans underestimate how resilient we are. This is the way I brainstorm. I just throw stuff at the wall. I start saying stuff. Yeah. I bring jub jubs. Yellow. Bitsy bitsy quarantine. That could work. Yellow. Bitsy bitsy quarantini. Yeah. Hmm. That's good. Alright. Well, Jacob. Is that gone? Oh no. Yeah, it is. <laughs> we'll just snack a bit. This could be filler. 
Sure. It can be filler, just uh, gross eating noises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if there's a way, I would isolate all of the eating noises and just... I did that one time. And just send them to you. Just just, just to you. <laughs> do you have... Do you still have Lip Smackos, the commercial I made for you? It's in an episode. I wonder if I have the recording still. <laughs> if not, I'm deleting it. <laughs> I'll look. Uh, okay. I, I kind of wish I had brought my, you know, brought my computer so I could have. Yeah. Oh well, it's okay. Okay. <sighs> Hi there. Do you ever feel sad, lonely, depressed, or otherwise low in energy or dissatisfied with your life? Dissatisfied with your life. Dissatisfied with your life. Dissatisfied with your life. Well, I have a solution for you. Lip Schmackos. This is the sweeping sound of the nation getting real close to your ear. Simulate smooches and kisses and lips and lips. These will fill the voids in your life. 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 No more depression. No more. Mm. Sadness. S- sad. S- sadness. At all. At all. Just lip smacks close to your ear. <laughs>